Hi you guys, welcome back to Vibing in Valentino. It is the first solo episode of season three and I'm so excited to talk about the topic at hand. But before we get started on the conversation, I just want to remind you that you can purchase my eight-week workout program, Vibing Strong. You guys can also purchase my booty band and coarse lighter set. I call it the goodie bag on my website, vibinginvalentino.com. You can also book a one-hour coaching call with me where we can talk about your problems. This is limited to females only, um, you know, because of like weird, creepy issues. And yeah, you can do that as well on vibinginvalentino.com. Okay, let's get right into our conversation this week. So the deal with pretty privilege, okay. The question, have you ever thought about becoming something other than the pretty sexy girl is a question I get asked a lot, like a lot, a lot, now that I am no longer in my early 20s and a large part of my identity in my early 20s was around that kind of like sexy image. And my response to that is I am more than a sexy girl, but the fact that you can't see beyond my appearance speaks to the real issue at hand. And just keep in mind that I don't think I'm the prettiest girl in the world, obviously. I don't think that I am the hottest shit walking around. But this is just my opinion on pretty privilege. Um, And it's just limited to my case only. I don't know how it is for other people, but this is what pretty privilege is for me. So first of all, it would be a complete lie for me to deny the existence of pretty privilege okay universally biologically we are programmed to be inclined to look at talk to desire want to approach pretty people and second of all i was also taught about pretty privilege from a very young age and i believe that most if not all women have been taught at a very young age as well so i don't have much to say about number one because well I can't change biology (laughs) and so let's just jump right to number two girls have been taught by their family friends general society the importance of looking good right it's in magazines it's on tv it's in the women their older brothers bring home it's in the conversations they overhear in public like oh so and so is so fine we cannot escape it even if our parents did not highlight the importance of keeping up appearances in the household The world is ready and willing to teach that lesson to us women. And the world will not stop revolving around beauty so long as it still sells and it makes the world go around. The demand for beauty is there. It's there in the economy, it is there in the media, and it is there in our biology. However, what I meant by being taught at a young age is how blatantly we focus on our looks at a very young age. And I think this is such an important conversation to have in the age of social media and the young girls are relying on filters and relying on plastic surgery at a very young age you know things like getting their hair and nails done eventually turn to injectables that eventually turn to plastic surgery and the prettier we get the more privileges are handed to us so simple things that make people feel superior like we get to jump the line in the club Um, you get let off speeding tickets or any other ticket, you know, traffic, like minor, hopefully, tickets. (laughs) 
<laughs> we get free drinks at the bar. You're passed a class you maybe weren't supposed to, or you even got into a class you weren't supposed to in my case. <laughs> Those are just like run-of-the-mill everyday things, right? That make you wonder like, um, does this happen to everybody? But what I'm trying to say is it's a positive feedback loop that keeps the wheels turning. So once you get those privileges, you are like, oh, let me just get a little prettier. And then you get more privileges and you're like, let me get a little prettier. So it's just a never ending positive feedback loop. So what's been taught to us is that eventually what's been proven to us. And then that becomes what we live and die by because at this point, why wouldn't we? You know, imagine if you took a class and then you come out to the real world and everything you learned in that class has been proven correct for you wouldn't you live and die by all the theories you just learned and the bar is set pretty low for pretty people as well that we anything we do other than exist is kind of like a bonus you know people don't expect much of us in terms of intellect or in terms of like being able to contribute in any meaningful way having an engaging personality is kind of extra credit they just kind of expect you to show up it sounds great right like it sounds fun because it sounds like every little thing you do is praised to no end and everything i'm describing to you does that sound semi-narcissistic because it is our culture our looks centric culture is slowly but surely creating a large population of narcissists every day and not even well-rounded, talented narcissists. Not like if you watch The Big Bang Theory, Sheldon Cooper, who is narcissistic when it comes to his intellectual capabilities. Um, there might be, people are saying that his character is on the autistic spectrum, but I don't know much about that, so I'm not gonna talk about that. But if you watch the show, he is very aware of how smart he is and how um, intellectually superior he is to other people including his friends, and he makes it clear all the time, right? But he is using that intellect to contribute to the world of science, fictitiously. This is not real life. But in real life, we're not even creating those kinds of narcissists. We're not creating narcissists that can contribute to the world. No, we're creating purely beauty-centric narcissists with maybe a lack of personality and a lack of talent because they have never had to meet the demands to cultivate personality or talent. Now, don't get me wrong. This is not a hate letter to pretty privilege or being pretty. Um, I love pretty privilege. It's given me endless things. I, I can't even deny that. I can't deny the opportunities and certain things that I've gotten or gotten away with because probably, most likely, definitely because of how I look. And nobody can ever genuinely say that they would prefer ugly to pretty. Like, that's just a lie if somebody said that. But the world places a ton of emphasis on girls to be pretty. Unnecessarily distractingly so. It distracts them from other facets of their identity that they could be cultivating. Facets that are much more interesting and much more long-term than what's on the outside. So what can we do? What can we do if pretty privilege is here to stay? How can we become more than our looks? And how can we help create the next generation of girls that is more than what they are on the outside? One, watch your compliments. The best compliment I've ever been given, ever, 
ever in my life had absolutely nothing to do with what I look like. And I would share it with you guys because I remember it like it was yesterday. Um, and I often don't get that kind of compliment. So I, it's like ingrained in my, in my mental state. <laughs> Anytime I feel down, I like think of that compliment. I'm like, yes, I got this. <laughs> but and I would share it, but manipulative assholes use that information to kind of gaslight you and play you, so no thank you. It's also like one of the things I learned is like, if you really want to know about somebody's identity is ask them what their best compliment they've ever been given in life is. And that's going to tell you a lot about a person. So I'm not going to tell you what it is, but I fully believe that the most interesting parts of me was because I was lucky enough to have been ugly in my childhood years. And I know what you guys are thinking, like, bitch, get over it. Like, you were ugly in middle school. Everybody was ugly in middle school. But no, like, I was, it was so drastic of a change for me that I, I really felt looking back that I did a 180, okay? Um, the glow up was so significant. And I'm not even bragging, but I'm just trying to say, like, no, I I really do think that I needed to have those years. Again, not saying I'm the prettiest girl walking around, but I'm just saying that it's a lot of contrast to go from one thing to another um, and then trying to fit into the stereotypes of one thing and another. How do you go from being a dork to being the popular girl and not feel like that's going to fuck up with your self-esteem or fuck up your ego or sense of self you know it, it, it doesn't it doesn't happen that way and so was it traumatic during my ugly childhood years in terms of comments of you know from like family members the family doctor because I was really big um they were like getting concerned about my weight um feeling bottom rung at school being ignored by my first grade crush yes it was traumatic at that moment but what it helped me realize very young was there were other ways to survive. Being kind, being friendly, being generous, keeping your word. You know, if you told Susan you'd give her your snack pack, then you'd give her your fucking snack pack. You know, things like that. And then when you get older, the focus becomes more and more and more on how you look. You start to want to trade in the you're so nice, you're so caring, you're so smart compliments for the you're so pretty compliments. And these compliments are such a major force of influence on women, especially young girls. You kind of shapeshift into whatever you're told you are. Have you ever been called like a bitch in high school or a slut in high school and then you become more and more mean and more and more slutty? It's almost like you start to absorb other people's names and identities they have for you and turn into that. You start to subconsciously live up to your name. And as a society, we're telling girls that they're pretty their whole life. And then we get upset when that's all they know how to do. I mean, you don't teach a kid to play the piano and then get mad they can't play the violin. It doesn't work like that. So balance out the compliments. You could have the cutest, prettiest kid in the world, but highlight her other assets that she may not even realize she has. Is she super polite? Is she super caring? Is she super empathetic? These things are all important in creating a well-rounded human being. The more you keep telling a girl she's so pretty, she's so hot, she's so beautiful, you're not going to say to a little girl you're so hot, but you're so cute, you're so pretty, you're so precious, you're so adorable. All of those things, she is going to subconsciously absorb how important that is to her identity. Balance out your compliments. And I, I wish 
that the world knew this a little bit more because people rely so much on complimenting your looks because it's the first thing they see and I get that. But even to this day, even to this day, the first thing anybody will say to a girl is, oh my God, you're so pretty. Like, can we talk about other things? Like, can we say, I love how you stood up for your friend um, in class. Like, I love how you studied so hard. I really look up to your work ethic. Things like that. Things that are important. Number two, hold them accountable to the same standards as everybody else. And I don't know if people do this subconsciously. But like I said so many times in this episode, I have been able to get away with so many things and reap more rewards for doing less work. Research shows, this is an actual, pretty privilege is a, has become a scientific thing to study. Like research has been done on it. And research shows that attractive people earn three to 4% more than their quote unquote average looking peers. Other studies have also said that pretty attractive people actually are more likely to be found not guilty of crimes. The treatment is all being given to us on a subconscious level. So no, we're not going to be able to change how cops find us attractive and let us off a ticket. We're not going to be able to change the fact that HR thinks we deserve more pay because our hair is so pretty. However, we can hold ourselves and the girls that we are raising to the same standards as everybody else on earth. In a group project, put in your fair share of work, even though they insist they do your part for you. Even if all you really have to do is just show up and get the grade, do some fucking work. Work hard at your job. And then maybe you'll earn a 10 to 15% raise based off your intellect and talent, rather than just the three or four based off of how you look. Drive at a reasonable fucking speed limit without assuming you can flirt your way out of a speeding ticket. When you hold yourself accountable, you're developing into a better version of yourself all around. And I think that we, we can't really control, I'm, I'm speaking from like the side that's been given that kind of treatment, we can't really control how other people will let us off things. I think this comes from a place deep inside you to really want to be a better person. At the end of the day, the shit that you're gonna be able to get away with at the peak of your beauty, at like 23, 24, if you don't realize that there's more to you than, than appearances, it's going to be a tough transition when you are no longer young. You know, because beauty does fade and i used to laugh at that bullshit when i was younger and i as i get older and older i realize it's it's real youth is valuable commodity youth is something that combined with beauty will let you get away with a lot of things you don't want your ability to survive to be dependent on something that is not long term Develop other parts of yourself. Hold yourself accountable. Number three, the very last thing. Look up to a diverse range of women and give young girls a diverse range of women to look up to. We are visual creatures, you know, all humans are. And we tend to look up to people we want to look like. So a lot of the time, our idols when we were young are just pretty and attractive. We're not sitting there factoring in if they're good business people, if they're talented. It's usually, she's so pretty, I wanna look like her, I'm going to emulate her. When we look up to a more diverse range of women for characteristics like tenacity and strength and work ethic, we begin to shift our internal focus from appearances to character. And this is so important. 
Listen, you don't want to be the 26-year-old looking up to a 21-year-old pop star. Does that not sound sad to you? With young girls, you can do this by highlighting the way a certain person like Ruth Bader Ginsburg, RIP, is cool and badass as fuck. There's a wide array of women to look up to that have characteristics that we want to cultivate within ourselves and within these young girls that we were raising, the next generation of women that we're raising. So make characteristics that are not appearances at the forefront of the household conversation because I promise your kid already gets so much of the judging a book by its cover mentality outside of the home. So have conversations that revolve around um, iconic women that leave marks on different fields, like not just Hollywood. Women that leave their mark in science, women that leave their mark in politics, women that leave their mark in the justice system, those things are also important and it's going to help your kid recognize characteristics that are positive rather than just recognizing who is pretty and who's not. They're going to be able to recognize, oh, she is determined. This is what determination looks like. I could be I could do anything I want to do. Because if you're surrounded by just Hollywood and TV shows and magazines all day, what are you limited to in terms of your goals? You're limited to, I want to be a reality TV star. I want to be a model. I want to be an actress. I want to be a singer. Those things rarely happen to people. And I think that so many people needed that kind of, especially little girls, not to like shatter their hopes and dreams, need to know that and need to aspire to something else and the only way they can aspire to it is if they're exposed to it so okay that's all i have to say on pretty privilege and raising a generation of substantial women i figured this was the perfect day for this episode considering september 25th the day this episode comes out is national daughters day So here's to raising a generation of women much stronger, wiser, and smarter than us. If you enjoyed this episode or any other previous episode, sorry if you guys hear Kuzla licking his lips, by the way. He's sitting on my lap and all up in the mic. But if you guys enjoyed this episode or any other previous episode, please go ahead and give me five stars on iTunes. And in the review, you can ask me any question you want and I'll answer them on the show. Thank you for tuning in with me this week, you guys. Have a wonderful weekend, and I will see you next Friday. Bye.